It is draft day this week here on Kicking Out at Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we are partaking in a Survivor Series fantasy draft this week. We talked about a little bit on last week's Halloween Havoc watch party, and uh, it, it took us a while to uh, get things in motion with our schedules, but um, you know we're, we're, we're doing it. We're getting deep in it. It's a Survivor Series fantasy draft. Where we're going to be picking our individual, our respective Survivor Series dream teams. There's fantasy sports. So why not fantasy wrestling? Why not a fantasy Survivor Series team as we approach the the upcoming Survivor Series pay-per-view event towards the end of November, November the 24th to be exact. They have the Raw, SmackDown, NXT vibe going on with all three of the brands going at it. But we're going to keep within the retro of kicking out it too in the Survivor Series theme with this fantasy draft this week. And of course, joining me who joined me last week on the Halloween Havoc Watch Party, Mr. Fantasy Sports, Mr. Fantasy Football, Mr. Fantasy Baseball, Mr. Fantasy MTV Challenge, which I'm also a part of that as well. Uh, my good buddy, Chris Donovan. What's going on, man? How you doing, Dave? Everything's going well here. Well, that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad that you were a part of this. Uh, it took us a little bit to get to this with scheduling. We had scheduled to do this, and then we couldn't. Then we wanted Donnie a part of it, and Donnie couldn't make it. And so it's just you and I. I was hoping to get a room full of guys, but uh, maybe we'll maybe next year we'll shoot for uh, more than just the two of us as a part of this. Hey, uh, we're still going to have fun, though. Yeah, no, that's all, it's what it's all about. We're going to have fun. We're going to go back and reminisce a little bit about some of these individuals and their, their Survivor Series history and these Survivor Series elimination matches. But before we do all that, Hit us up on social media, Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two, and our Twitter handle at kicking out two. You can find links to all the archive shows over there, as well as pictures, videos, debates, articles, discussions, memes. We've been doing watch parties lately on uh, on Tuesday evenings with the uh, the NWA Power Show. Uh, th- that's been a little bit of fun. Uh, didn't do them the last couple of weeks, but hoping to get back in the swing of things and keep going with a watch party Tuesday. Trying to keep different themes on the Facebook page. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for more of those as well and maybe some different watch parties of uh, some random classic matches or moments in wrestling history I don't know I'm just kind of toying around with some ideas so you can find all that stuff over there on Facebook Twitter not as active like I always say, crawl before you walk and walk before you run. We'll get there at some point. But, um, yeah, all the same stuff over there. We, You know, archives, GIFs, and all that great stuff. 140 characters or less over on Twitter. And more archived links can be found at the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Podbean. All the great shows of the Retromania Network, like Kicking Out at Two, Marking Out the Day's Weekend Warriors, Hulkamania is Dead, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Origins of Attitude, and all the great bonus content all over there. You can search Retromania with a W. You can find the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all podcast platforms available by searching Retromania with a W. All right. Out of breath. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's get into it. There's, um, there's, there's, there's some rules when it comes to this fantasy draft. And, um, you know, you... you You've partaken in a number of fantasy drafts and sports and, 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 and other things. Is this your first wrestling fantasy draft? Actually, no. Okay. I was in a fantasy wrestling league when I was probably like 15 years old. And oh, wow. it was a season-long mania-to-mania season. Wow. And So you had to be committed and watch I'm like not gonna, I'm not going to lie. I wish I was, but I think by like... Fantasy football season, which was September, I kind of died out. Really? Okay. Like, there were only, like, six people in the league, and I'm pretty sure only two people 
like paid attention the entire season. I wish it Interesting. like I've always thought about doing another league. I probably can coax you into it. I think. Okay. All right. I did one once um, during my time on the Ken Reedy show. We had a group of guys that um, actually um, gave us a free trial. They were like a sponsor for the show for I forget how long, and so they gave us a free trial. It was like I think it was like a ten week trial. So basically, it was. Um, it was fantasy wrestling for um, Monday Night Raw only. You could you could do multiple shows, but we just did Raw as part of the free trial. And you pick ten superstars. They could range from male, female, even commentators. It was all based on screen time, promo time, wins and losses. It was a lot of fun. Um, I forget the name of the group. I'm such an asshole for for uh, for, for not remembering. But uh, yeah, they were a big. Uh, they they were a sponsor at one point during my time on the Ken Reedy show, and uh, I'll have to uh, I'll have to ask Ken and uh, and uh, see if uh, we can maybe uh, get them on one of these shows one of these days. But anyhow, um, yeah. So that was my first foray into fantasy wrestling, and uh, you know this isn't as detailed as some of the other fantasy drafts and things like that. But like I said, we're here to have fun, and that's Absolutely. what we're gonna do. So uh, hope you guys can all have fun too. And if you guys have any fantasy teams of your own, fantasy Survivor Series teams that you want to talk about drop us a, a line on our social medias both facebook and twitter and let us know what your survivor series fantasy team is we've actually got a few folks that uh, that, that commented on the uh, the post recently i put a post up uh you know regarding uh picking a survivor series team with 13 dollars, and there was a, a list and a selection of, of random wrestlers over the years with different price points and uh you guys uh you guys came through in droves on social media i will say that um justin triplett Chose The Rock, Sting, The Ultimate Warrior, and Vader as his team. I had zero of those. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tony Volp, good buddy of mine uh, on the uh, Save American Wrestling Facebook group. I uh, love talking wrestling with him. He's a good dude. Uh, picked Macho Man, Triple H, Jericho, and Eddie Guerrero. Um, that was a good uh, combination. Uh, Nick Koenig, hopefully I said your name right, uh, chose Shawn Michaels, CM Punk, Eddie Guerrero, and Mr. Perfect. Um, here's an interesting right, one. Perfect. Uh, Danielle Pickle or Pickle, hopefully I said your name right. I'm sorry. Uh, she's a she's one of the moderators and admins as a part of the Pro Wrestling Edge Facebook page. I'm a part of. I apologize if I butchered your name. Butchered your name, sweetheart. Um, she she had a list and she got five. She managed to get five. Most of these guys got four, but she got five with thirteen dollars. And she chose Jake the Snake, CM Punk, The Rock, Eddie Guerrero, Mister. Oh wait a minute, she had a list. Here I'm looking at. <laughs> so she had six. I people. think I got five in there when I texted. When I, I think on two. on fa- on Twitter, right? Uh, or I believe you... so. I mean, she I'm... picked six people. She picked Jake the Snake, CM Punk, The Rock, Eddie Guerrero, Mister Perfect, and RVD. Um, it's like RVD or manager or something? Like I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those are just a few. We got some more that we'll discuss later on in the show. But, like I said, if you guys got any Survivor Series fantasy teams, then, uh, you know, hit us up in the thread, uh, you know, when we post the, the, the podcast on social media and let us know who's a part of your Survivor uh, Series I fantasy fa- team. I found my team. Okay. I mean, it was Taker, Kane, Brock, Eddie, and Daniel Bryan. Yes, that's right. That was the one you uh, you, you responded to on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. I figured it was a good mix between the size and strength going along with the technical wrestling of Eddie Guerrero and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that, that, that is a pretty well-rounded-out team when it comes got, to the styles of You got the Brothers of, of Destruction. Of you got Brock, yeah. Eddie, and, DB. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's no. You, I liked it. You got it. Yeah, you got a balanced ticket, as Archie Bunker would like to say. Yeah, um all right, so when it comes to this draft here, um, 
there's there's a, there's a point system. So uh, why don't you uh, why don't you let us all know what this point system is here when it comes to the Survivor Series fantasy draft? All right, so we got one point for each title slash championship held. You get one point if you've held that title multiple times, and you get that's for each title held. Each time you've held it multiple times, you get another point. So if you held both the WWF Championship and the Intercontinental Championship, you'll get multiple. You'll get a point for each multiple reign for right. multiple reigns for each defense. Exactly. Gotcha. Then you get one point for every major tournament won, which is the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, King of the Ring. We will have a question coming up on one of my early picks. I just will like to okay. throw that out there. Now. All right. Um, and then we are to getting one point for every for your player being on the winning Survivor Series team, and you get two points if they were the sole survivor on the winning team. So they need to be either the last person on their team or what or like if there was like three of them. Two or three, yeah. yes. If they were still surviving. When their team won, you get two points. Okay. You get three, actually, because they were on the winning team, and you get the two points yeah. for being still out there. Interesting. And the only players eligible are the individuals that have participated in Survivor Series elimination matches. Now, we kind of teased down last week's show where we were going to talk about maybe adding the women, but with this criteria in the point system... The women really wouldn't have... Yeah, the numbers um, weren't that high. The numbers weren't going to be that high. The women haven't been established enough in these kinds of events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no disrespect intended, but maybe someday in a couple of years we'll we'll uh, we'll throw them in the mix and we'll do a female draft. Who knows? I'll, I'll tease this much. Okay. Out of doing all the points, the number one women, number one woman was Bailey. Think about that. Out of all the f- women who have... Don a wrestling ring. Bailey has the highest point total in this criteria with all the point total we just talked about. And and maybe maybe someday when we decide we're going to draft the women, that you know the point criteria might change. Who knows? Depending right. on the landscape, how things work. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, no women in this draft, just the men, because you know, the the males have. Uh, participated in more of these matches than the women, so it would just only be fair. Um, and like I said, only eligible to individuals who have competed in Survivor Series elimination matches over the years from 87 to 2018. Um, maybe next year when we do a draft, we'll make it more wide open and we'll, go, we'll, we'll do dream teams with guys from all different eras. Who yeah. knows? But um, let, let's get things started. Since you are a guest, I will allow you to pick... The first pick in your Survivor Series fantasy draft team. All right. Going through all the numbers. Okay. I was surprised by my first pick. And it is none other than the Big Show. Really? I, yes. Okay. I didn't pick Big Show, but I I didn't think you were going to pick Big Show, but okay. For the total points... Big Show ended up with 27 points. Oh, wow. 27 points. He had 17 points on just titles alone. Wow. And this is where I want to know because, first of all, it's 27, possibly 28. Okay. I did not give him a point for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Um, I didn't include the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal only because there's only been a few of them. There's Correct. been more Money in the Banks, more King of the Rings, and more Royal Rumbles. So um, he 
was the leader even without that point. Wow. Okay. And All right. He had, Interesting. So he had uh, ten points for Survivor Series. He was only the solo survivor once, but he's been in so many Survivor Series matches. Yes. That he was he's been in eight Survivor Series matches. Wow. Okay. And yeah. All big right. show. And hey, gives me the strength guy. Yeah. Well, it, you it, always need a big guy on your team. You know what? I almost asked you earlier when you when you when you mentioned uh, the um the your the, the fantasy team that you drew out on Twitter when you replied to the question. Um Interesting note about Big Show that his first Survivor Series he ever competed in, he he uh, pulled double duty that night. He was the sole survivor of his team defeating the Big Boss Man's team. Uh, he was he actually def- he beat up his own team because he didn't want them on his team. Yeah, it was a four on one, right? Yeah, so he that beat up one. he beat up the Blue Meanie uh, and oh. Kai and Tai Funaki and and um, and Taka, I believe, <laughs> and. Went out to the ring and defeated Big Boss Man, uh, Prince Albert, Viscera, and Midian um, within seconds. And, and then just so you know, that was his only time being the sole. That survivor. was his only time being the sole survivor. And then later on that night, Big Show would go on to replace Stone Cold Steve Austin in the main event against The Rock and Triple H for the WWF title because Rikishi would end up would have ended up running over Austin with the with the car angle. Remember that the, yeah. the whole car I angle. Yeah. That was the same year. I just remember. <laughs> I remember ordering that pay per view at a house full of people because all I wanted to see was Austin, Rock, and Hunter because that to I mean, me yeah. was like a huge match and the build up going into it was awesome with Hunter kind of playing the middleman, both guys going after him. And when they ran him down with the car, I was like, oh, for real? I was like, I was like, well, you know what? It's WWF. He could come back and make his way down the aisle and be a part of the match. But then when they put the <laughs> fucking Big Show in it, and I was like, oh, man. And after Big Show had already won a match earlier in the evening, they did that stupid angle where um, his dad had cancer and died and the big boss man was making fun of him. Do you remember that? It was really bad. Yeah. I tried really. forgetting, but you just... You that was up. the whole thing where they did, like, the Blues Brothers uh, police car with the big megaphone on the top. Oh, my God. When he dragged yeah. the coffin. Jesus. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, go on the network and find that. That's that, To me, that's it's bad, but it's like almost, like, funny bad. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, with that being said, uh, Chris picks up uh, the big show um, as his first pick in the Survivor Series Fantasy Draft. You, you want to... Uh, Tally up who you got, who I got. Is that what you want to do? Oh, uh, I was just writing my team. Oh, you're writing your team? Okay. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not giving any hints. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm talking about, like, you want to keep score of, like, who I got as well. Oh, okay. You yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, me I a solid? Yeah, I since I'm kind of hosting this fucking thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the least I can do, right? Yeah. Uh, so, my first pick for uh, my Survivor Series fantasy team goes to Randy Orton. Randy Orton has okay. had a, a a proven track record in Survivor Series history. Um, Randy Orton was a sole survivor on more than one occasion. Randy Orton has had multiple reigns as world heavyweight champion. He has won the Royal Rumble twice. He has won the Money in the Bank. He's been on winning Survivor Series teams. Some may argue Randy Orton is Mr. Survivor Series. Yeah, no, I'm zero complaint with that. He actually has the highest amount of points for Survivor Series points alone. Yes. Just the Survivor Series points. He has the most. Soul Survivor in 2003, 2004, 2005, 
2008. Um, where yeah. else? Uh, not 10, not 11, uh, not 12, not 13, not 14. Took a break. He took a little bit. Yeah, he took a lot of breaks. Um, yeah. He, Orton. He built uh, himself up, though. Yeah, no, he, he yeah, Orton, or, 2016, yeah, Orton, Orton's got a big, big Survivor Series resume, just Survivor Series matches alone, so, uh, yeah, I chose, and plus, you know, two-time Royal Rumble winner, Money in the Bank, um, here's a Survivor Series match you should go out of your way to watch, it's one of my guilty pleasures, one of my favorites, M- many people sleep on this match, from 2003, it was Stone Cold's team versus Eric Bischoff's team. And okay. it came down to Shawn Michaels and Randy Orton at the end, and it was a fucking it was it was, for much more it was a barn burner, and th- th- there was a lot going on. There was a lot at stake. Austin's team had Michaels, Booker T, RVD, and the Dudley Boys, and Bischoff's team had Orton, Jericho, Christian, Scott Steiner, and Mark Henry as wow. a as a squad. And the 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 deal was if Austin's team won. He was allowed to, you know, do whatever he wanted as the co-general manager of Raw. He could beat up the guys. He didn't have to worry about, you know, getting fined or suspended. Um, he could be the old Stone Cold, as they like to refer to him. Yep. But if Bischoff's team won, Austin was gone. So 2003 Survivor Series, there was high stakes in that match. And just Orton's performance in that match as well with Shawn Michaels and the performance of Shawn Michaels alone. It, that, that speaks for itself as one of my favorite classic Survivor Series elimination matches. Um, all right, man, let's go to the, your second pick um, in this Survivor Series fantasy draft. So I just want... I'm- not throwing shade at you. Okay. Because I know I probably did more number crunch than you did. Yeah, you certainly did. Orton was my number four guy. Okay. Great right. pick. I love the pick because, trust me, I was hoping to get him. Okay. Because Randy Orton, like you said, is Mr. Survivor Series. Okay. My second overall pick probably will come as a shock to you because my first one was a shock. And he has a tie with the Big Show for points in this tournament, in this, in this field. None other... Then Rey Mysterio. Ooh. Rey Mysterio, okay. again, just like Big Show, coming in at 27 points in my model. Wow. 27 points because Rey, uh, titles alone, had 15 points. Okay, yeah. On major tournaments, he had just one. The, the Royal one, Rumble. The Royal Rumble. The, ro- the one Royal Rumble. And Survivor Series came in with 11 points. And being the sole survivor, I believe, three times. Um, let's go back here. Um, Rey Mysterio, 2008. He was a sole survivor with Shawn Michaels and the Great Khali. Um, right. <laughs> 2010, he was a sole survivor with, I believe, Big Show. I believe. Maybe, I believe some, maybe one other person. I was, Maybe it was just him and Big Show. Um, then wasn't he a solo survivor 2000, by himself, I believe? Uh, 2000, or no, him and Hunter, I want to say. Was no, he was on that team, but he wasn't a sole survivor. He was on that team with Hunter. You're talking about him, Hunter, and Jeff Hardy? Yep. And, um, Jeff, and, was Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on that team, but um, he, uh, he didn't... Um, he didn't win, uh, or no, he wasn't the sole survivor. 2012, he was a sole survivor with, I believe, Sin Cara, Tyson Kidd, and Justin Gabriel. 
okay. which was like a real random <laughs> match thrown together. And then uh, this will be his first Survivor Series coming back um, as he's scheduled to uh, go against Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Yeah, so um, he'll get another title right there. So, yeah, so maybe he'll get another <laughs> title. Who knows? But um, that's a good pick. I mean, I mean, he's got a decorated resume. Uh, you know, Rey Mysterio being, you know, the the... One of the all-time greats, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, if there oh, is such absolutely. a thing. So uh, yeah, no, that's a good pick, and I don't, I don't consider the the Orton, you know, Orton being your fourth, um, any kind of shade, whatsoever. No, because I, I love Orton. Trust me, like there's, I, I'm mad that you got him. Oh yeah. Well, Let's I mean, go that he, way. He was he was he was one of my first. He was like him and him and someone else were one of my first. So so let's put coming, this let's put it this way. When I did when I did the list. I did it in no particular order. I did it in who I thought would be up there. Okay. Rey Mysterio was one of the last guys on my page. I was really? shocked by the numbers. And let's put it this way. Orton was the seventh guy I listed in the history of wrestling. Because I knew he would be that high. Okay. So, just a little background. Yeah. I, I had, you know what, I'll be honest with you. I had Big Show on my list of guys that I would have picked, but I just didn't. He was down. He was far down the bottom, and I didn't do enough point, ta- you know, tallying like you do. Um, yeah, to, I, I, uh, do, I dove in as soon as you gave me this criteria. No, I dove. No, I, I know you did. That's great. I love the fact you did all your homework. Right. That's that's what makes this fun. First time um, ever, I did my homework on time. So where are we at? I'm at number two now, right? Number oh, yeah. this is my second pick. So my second pick in my Survivor Series fantasy team, I'm gonna go with. Oh yeah, Macho Man, uh huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage, surprisingly, was is for his for his longevity in the company. He was a part of four winning Survivor Series teams. He was a sole survivor on all four of those teams, and the only time he was not a part. Of a Survivor Series elimination match was in 1990, 1991, and 1992. 1990, he wasn't even on the card. He was um, he cut a promo talking about wanting to get a shot at the WWF title, which the Ultimate Warrior was wearing at the time. 91, he had just gotten reinstated in the Jake the Snake angle when Jake the Snake and the Cobra bit him. And he made an appearance on that pay-per-view. And then 92, he was a part of a tag team match, a traditional just straight-up regular two-on-two match with Mr. Perfect taking on Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. And Savage's last appearance as a part of the Survivor Series would be in 93 as he was a last-minute replacement for Mr. Perfect teaming with Razor Ramon, Marty Jannetty, and the 1-2-3 Kid going up against Adam Bomb, IRS, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, and the model Rick Martell um, at the 1990. Solid match right there. Yeah, and it, it was the opening match on that card. Actually, I just watched that Survivor Series uh, I'd say about like a year ago, because normally around this time of year, I'll watch a lot of the older stuff, mm-hmm. and um, like I do for you know to do any kind of research for the podcast, and um, that was actually a pretty fun match to watch. That's something that another match you should probably go to. It was it wasn't anything, it wasn't a classic yeah. by any means, but like it was a lot better than I expected with the guys that were in it. Consider, yeah, you know, for sure. So it was definitely a fun match to watch. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Savage. Plus, I mean, two time WWF champion, Intercontinental champion. Um, Savage actually won the King of the Ring tournament. If you go back 
to I do have them for one major tournament to the to the 80s when they did those tournaments like at live events and house shows before it became a tv thing savage won the king of the ring tournament but also don morocco did junkyard dog macho king yeah macho king oh yeah Uh macho king Uh i'm just so happy that you got him just for this impression yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you had to have him yeah oh i mean i mean look let's 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 be real for a second. You're sitting here. I'm, I'm, as you can see, you've been here a number of times. I, I, I changed things up a little bit in the studio um, with my setup here with all the, the autographs, the pictures I have framed and stuff. But I'm starting a Macho Man like shrine. If you turn around and you look, um, I got those framed oh, yeah. recently. So that's the cover of the WWF magazine with Miss Elizabeth when uh, they announced they got married. Now, that picture over there to the right. Um, my wife's friend, her husband has one of those, like, uh, those storage wars type business. He buys storage lockers and mm-hmm. sells the shit on eBay. So he found that magazine, the bandana and the ticket stub from a live event that took place in Hartford in 1992. That's awesome. I didn't go to that show, but then. You're going to tell people you did. But. <laughs> you might as well. I'm going to kayfabe it and say I went. 100%. And then, uh, the, the bandana. My wife Nikki put it in the background. I'll take a picture of it and post. Actually, it's yeah. on the Facebook page. I took pictures of it. You can find it on the Facebook Absolutely. page. My wife designed that frame with uh, the Macho Man bandana um, as the background with the uh, the, the Randy Savage uh, the program in the magazine. So yeah, I mean Macho Man's you know him and Hogan, my my one and two right there um, are my guys uh, all time. So uh, yeah, Macho Man makes my list of uh, is the second participant in the uh, the, the the Survivor Series fantasy draft all right man uh number three and then we're gonna take a little break and go over some of the um the the other fantasy teams that some of the listeners uh uh constructed who do you got number three on your survivor series fantasy team i was fully expecting you to take this guy with your second pick really and i didn't prepare for what i'm about to do and i apologize to the fans i kind of have a feeling where you're going i haven't done this in a while oh you're gonna commit a robbery okay Woo! Oh. Rick Flair. Ah, well, you know what? I actually, I kind of had a feeling you were going. I thought this was your number one when we talked about it in oh, person. Yeah. You I, were, I you, had to throw you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, but yeah. little strategy there. I liked it. Okay, I mean, Flair. Rick Flair. I mean, what is there to say about Rick Flair? Like I said, when I started writing out the names, Rick Flair was the second name I looked up. But you know, Second name. you know what's interesting about this pick here for you is that most of these points that Flair has are not Survivor Series related. Oh, no. Everything's yeah. about all of his career accomplishments, think all the of, titles he's this. won. And his number his number on my model was 26. He got 19 of those points from his titles. There you go. He got one for Major Tournament, his Royal Rumble win. 92 when he won the WWF title. And he got... Six points from Survivor Series. Really? Four wins and one sole Survivor. Okay. Wait a minute. Four, four. Are you talking about... Being on four winning teams. Four winning teams. All right. So he was in 91 where he was the sole Survivor. He was a, a winner there. 2000... I didn't do the years. That's the only six? issue right now. When he teamed with Dusty Rhodes, Sergeant Slaughter, and Ron Simmons. Yep, I remember okay. that. Okay. That and that and was it. I have him for I have him for six points on here. I mean, if we go back into... So he's on a winning team. 
He was also a sole survivor, so that's four right there. Oh, man. You're going to make me go on the Survivor Series, aren't you? Yes, I am. If we're doing a point system, we got to do this shit right, because I don't want our listeners to, you know, call bullshit on us and be like, hey, man, your, your, your system's a little rigged, or you're not Survivor doing your homework, Series so. matches. The elimination matches, the four-on-four, four the five-on-fives. He was only in two of those. And he was sole survivor for both of those, and his team, his teams won both those matches. Signature match. Why am I? 92, he was a part of a standard tag match, like I mentioned earlier, with Razor Ramon against Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect. That was a standard match. That wasn't a Survivor Series elimination match. Survivor Series elimination. And he was gone from the the company in early 93. Why can't I find the link that you sent me? Because you probably sent it in with me and Adonai. Oh, there you go. This is good air right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all, no, it's all good. But I mean, flip, flip, uh, you know, all the all the accomplishments, all the title reigns, the Royal Rumble win from 1992. Like I said, the 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 his his Survivor Series cre- uh, credentials. So his first Survivor Series, he was a captain of a team with Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, the Warlord, and the Mountie, as they wrestled the team of Rowdy Rowdy Piper, Bret Hart, British Bulldog, and Virgil. That match. Ended in one of the biggest clusterfuck finishes you will ever find in Survivor Series history. All eight guys were in the match, and the referee couldn't keep control of everything. And there were guys in the ring, and there were guys outside of the ring, and all these guys were fighting. And the referee rang the bell, and the referee's decision to um, the referee's decision to, uh, to 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 call the match was based on the fact that. Ric Flair was the only guy in the ring when the referee was trying to get everyone back, you know, to their corners. So therefore, everyone was disqualified, and Ric Flair was your sole survivor and winner of that Survivor Series match. Can you believe that kind of bullshit finish? That sounds kind of bullshit. And yeah. I, so and I, then the second time he competed in the Survivor Series elimination match, he tagged with, it was in 2006, he tagged with Dusty Rhodes, Ron Simmons, and Sergeant Slaughter to take on the Spirit Squad. And him and Dusty, I believe it was him and Dusty, ended up the sole survivors of that match. Alright, so, he did it in 91, you said. Yep. Do I even need to look at 92? 92, I just told you. Him and Razor yep. in a standard tag 90. against... Him and uh, Macho and Perfect. It wasn't a Survivor Series elimination match. Ninety three, he was gone. Uh, he didn't come back to WWE till two thousand and one, and he didn't get involved in a Survivor Series match elimination match till two thousand six. He did wrestle in the two thousand five Survivor Series pay per view against Triple H in a Last Man Standing match, but he didn't. It wasn't a Survivor Series match, obviously. And then he retired from WWE in two thousand and eight. Did I like spoil your pick? Am yeah, I like? I think he would still be pretty high up there. I mean, he still is with everything else he's got going on. It's just his Survivor Series points might have, you know, he only lost two Survivor Series points if you think about it. You said he so had he six. Had... He's got four. Okay, two. So that, two would, wins. that would bring him down. That would bring him down to twenty-four on my list, which okay. would be a twenty-four. Which would he? He would go from my number three to my number five. So basically. 
He's still on the one team. Of us, one of us would still have him. Yeah. Like, yeah. push come to shove, one of us would still have him. Probably you, and you would have done a better woo. Let's be serious. <laughs> no, yours was pretty good. Yours was pretty good. I tried. No, it was done, good. I have done it in a while. I heard it in the headphones. It's, it's it was, been a while. It was good stuff. It's good stuff. I can't complain. So you're gonna you're gonna stick with Ric Flair. I'm gonna stick. I mean, okay. I said it. So okay. All right. I mean, once All right. I, I feel enough. like once you say the name, you can't Fair go enough. back. Now, I, I there's something else that I also should mention too um, that you and I kind of talked about. Trades are welcome. So if you would like to trade a guy, if you if you pick someone or I pick someone, you want to propose a trade. A trade is open. Okay, trades are open, but it's you know it's it. I mean, I would give you flair for Orton, but I don't think you would do that. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, like I said. I mean, I do love Macho Man, but here's I'm the thing. Just... I can't take Macho Man because you do such a good impression. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Like, why would, why would I take that away from you and the fans? Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. I, I mean, let's see, who your, let's see who your next pick is. And maybe... My third pick. Let's see what it's going to be. Who's got a pretty solid history. With Survivor Series. He was in the very first one. He wrestled in Survivor Series 87, 88, 89, 90. I mean, it's one of two guys. Let's put it that way. And he is one of the most decorated superstars in all of WWF history. The individual who pretty much got me into wrestling in the first place. Got with the of, third, got, got a lot of people. With the wrestling. third pick in the Survivor Series fantasy draft. For Mr. Rosenbluth, I'm going to go with Hulk Hogan. You got it. Got to go with Hulk Hogan. Brother. Um, Survivor Series 87. He lost. His his team lost uh, to Andre the Giants team. But Survivor Series 88, he co-captained the Mega Powers with Macho Man. Mm -hmm. They ended up becoming the sole survivors. In 1989, he was the captain of the Hulkamaniacs team with Jake the Snake and Demolition to take on and defeat the Million Dollar Team. Ted DiBiase with Zeus and the Powers of Pain. Sole survivor in that. 1990, he competed in two Survivor Series elimination matches. He was the captain of the Hulkamaniacs. He teamed with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tugboat, and um, the big boss man to take on the Natural Disasters. Earthquake, Dino Bravo, Haku and the Barbarian. Sole survivor in that match. And then he would go on to be a part of the grand finale match of survival, which was the only time it was done in Survivor Series history where all the survivors from the winning teams would then team up and we would determine the grand finale match of survival winner. He was the sole survivor in that with the ultimate warrior. And then that's where his Survivor Series history in the elimination matches drops off. However, six-time WWF champion. Six-time WCW champion, one-time WWF tag team champion with Edge, two-time Royal Rumble winner. Throwing another title at me. <laughs> so Hulk Hogan definitely has some solid Survivor Series stats to make it onto my team. So here's here's my thing with Hogan. Okay. And I brought this up, and I will say this. Okay. I just said Ric Flair was the second name I put down. Obviously. Hogan was the first. Yep. When you talk wrestling, you can't start talking about wrestling without talking about Hogan within the first five minutes. Absolutely. Hogan, he got you into wrestling. Yeah. He got me into wrestling. Yeah, he's he got, got numerous people into yeah. wrestling. He got Vince McMahon into wrestling. Let's be serious. Like, yeah. if it wasn't for him, would wrestling be what it is today? Mm, it's a it's a it's a strong argument. It's a strong it's, argument. I mean, Vince was the coach and Hogan was the quarterback. Yeah, you know what I mean. Vince called the plays, Hogan executed them. That's how that's how I look at it. This I'll is my one 
gripe at Pogan. Okay. If there is one. Okay. And it shocked the absolute hell out of me. How did he never win a mid-card title? The answer is he didn't have to. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know... Never once held the Intercontinental title? No. You know what the funny thing is, too? When he had the match with Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania six, obviously I wanted Hogan to win because, you know, Hogan you know was my guy and I was mm-hmm. not an Ultimate Warrior guy. However, um, I wanted Hogan to win because Warrior Warrior's Intercontinental belt was yellow at the time. Yeah. And he used to change the colors of the belts. So I used to want Hogan to have that belt so it could go with the rest of his ring attire. So eventually he would... When I was a kid, I remember thinking, like, he'll win the Intercontinental belt, and then he'll change it over to red, and he'll go with his shirt and his bandana, and (laughs) all will be right with the world. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thought process I had. No, I I get that. At that time. Oh, and another thing. I said earlier that Randy Orton had the most points for Survivor Series. Hogan still has the second most. Second most? Yep. He had 12 points just on Survivor Series. Now, let me ask you something. Why didn't you choose Hulk Hogan in this instance? Because you... I'm going straight... If you're you're either giving me a serious fantasy Survivor Series mind fuck with all these guys that you've been bringing up, or... Oh, I'm going to. Okay. Trust me. Because here's the thing. Okay. Hogan is in my top 10. I don't want to say the number because I feel like that might be a little, like, too degrading of Hogan. Okay. He's in the top 10... But the numbers didn't put him higher up there because of the fact that he only got five points from titles. Think about that. Five points. Okay. He got a point from the WWE, a point from WCW, a point for the multiple reigns of WWE, a point for multiple reigns of WCW, and the one point for um, the tag titles. He only got five points from titles. Yeah. When you think about the other wrestlers that I thought of, a lot of them have won. Multiple titles. They have won the what do you call it? The when you win all four. Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. Yes. Thank yeah. You. Okay. I'm a baseball fan. I can't think of that. Great. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, well, let's take a little sidebar here. Um, no, go over some of the other individuals that, uh, that participate. I want to thank everyone for participating on social media. A part of that little Survivor Series uh, pick 'em sort of deal. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying this so far. I know we're having a lot of fun going back and talking uh, Survivor Series as we're picking our fantasy Survivor Series teams. Um, Robert Tyler wrote. Goldberg, Ultimate Warrior, Eddie Guerrero, and The Undertaker as a part of his Survivor Series team. Like I said, you get $13 and all the names that you choose from, and uh, you, know, you could pick your, your fantasy Survivor Series team. Ashley Tietzel, hope I said that right, sorry, chose yeah. The Undertaker, Shawn oh, Michaels, Daniel Bryan, and Rob Van Dam. Um, Sean McNeil picked Undertaker, HBK, Mick Foley, and Perfecto, Mr. Perfect. And then Kevin Edward Gimble, or Gimble, Gimble, once again, I'm terrible with names. These guys are probably (laughs) never going to listen to this podcast again. Um, He chose The Undertaker, Andre the Giant, Goldberg, and Vader, which is an interesting... uh, Interesting combination. When you went with the the guys that went with Vader. Yeah, one of the the second guys that went with... um, Went with Vader there. That was a that was an interesting uh, uh, pick there. Vader. Uh, it's funny because Vader. You know, let's look at some of the names here on this on this uh, this, uh, this 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 post I put up here. Um, Vader only competed in two Survivor Series elimination matches, um, unsuccessful in both of those outings. How about this? I didn't even have him on my list of twenty six wrestlers. 
Vader. I, I, I love Vader because he was in Boy Meets World. Let's be serious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't make. He didn't make the cut. I I thought about him. Another one that really like surprised me that I didn't even talk about. I didn't even put DiBiase on my list. Yeah. So if DiBiase's on your team, I apologize. Uh, uh, spoiler alert: He's not. Although he's although he was you know putting you know I I, I thought about it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, now before we get back into this draft. Um, Let's talk about, you know, we're picking our fantasy teams, but over the years, um, Survivor Series has hosted some fantasy teams. Um, do you remember any of these fantasy teams off the top of your head? Any of these teams where you saw over the years in Survivor Series history where you were like, God damn, they're stacked. Oh, yeah. There's been numerous over the past couple of years. I mean, there's a name that I don't know if I will say, but over the past couple of years when you see, like, we talked about Orin already. Yeah. When we talk about the other guy, when you think of this era, all the teams that he's ever been on have been a fantasy team. Have been a fantasy team. Really? And he okay. just he, he kind of made it then. Okay. All right. We might get into him soon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I think of Survivor Series fantasy teams, I brought them up earlier. Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, and Demolition from 1989. I still, like, I can picture that team picture right now because of when like they were talking with Bean Gene right in front. Yeah. Like I can see I can visualize that like picture right there with Demolition in the back, Jake the Snake on the right, Hogan on the left, Mean Gene yeah. short in, Jake in the with middle. The snake, yeah. Yeah. It I was mean, great yeah. picture. It, yeah, it's it's it, it's good stuff, yeah. Um or the even the all uh the, the following year nineteen ninety, the Ultimate Warriors team with the Ultimate Warrior, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Varner, and the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Yeah. Um, great team. One of my favorite teams is the uh, the Heart Foundation. The when, when you had the what do you call it? Bret Hart, Jim the Anvil Nighter, British Bulldog, Owen Hart. But they weren't a Survivor Series team. They, I thought they were. No, they tagged. Oh, so there's a little confusion there. They did. They tagged up at the Canadian Stampede pay per view. Um, in ninety July of ninety seven, and did a five on five match, but it wasn't an elimination match, and they never tagged together a Survivor Series. But you can you could consider that a dream team right there, just alone. You know, not even Survivor Series worthy. But um, one of the other big dream teams over the course of Survivor Series history, I would say, it was probably came from two thousand six when you had DX, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, along with CM Punk and the Hardy Boys. When they did that clean sweep of uh, uh-huh. Edge's team with Orton, uh, Mike Knox, uh, Johnny Nitro, and uh, my good buddy Shane the Hurricane Helms, um, kind of knew what that was going to happen. Yeah, that was that was a, <laughs> that was a little interesting. You know, it's funny that you say that because when I saw him, I think probably like a month later, um, I went to an indie show with him. He was dating a girl that I was friends with that was a wrestler. Um, Velvet Sky at one point and we went to this all women's indie show in New Jersey at like this fucking Moose Lodge or something <laughs> like this place was I don't even know where it was in New Jersey but um, you don't want to know either yeah and uh, anyhow so um, I mean the show was okay it wasn't terrible but um, I had said to him I had asked him about that I said what what was up with the clean sweep they dogged you guys and he was like there really wasn't anything we could do about it he was like you know, he's like, Punk's a new guy, had to get him over. Matt and Jeff were coming back as the Hardys, had to reestablish them. And Sean and Hunter, they're DX. So what were we going to do? 
He was like, at least, at least we made it fun. We made it, you know. I was like, I, I, I said to him, I go, I was disappointed in the fact that it wasn't a competitive match. It was just like a, a clean sweep. It, yeah. it kind of, it kind of threw me for a loop. But um, you know, he made, he made a good point there. It's like, you know, well, damn, what are you gonna do? But um, all right, let's continue here. Let's go with your fourth pick. Who is your fourth? pick in this Survivor Series fantasy So, draft. earlier you said that, are you going to throw me for a loop? Yes. And then you just said his name, like, probably five times in the last five minutes. Okay. And I think I'm still going to throw you for a loop. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Wow. Jeff Hardy. Okay. Honestly, there's four names below him on my list. That's how many names I got to before him. Think about it. I did like 25 names and he was like the 21st name I thought of and he threw me for a loop. Because Jeff Hardy had title lo- title points alone. 15. Think about what we just talked about. How Hogan had 5 from titles alone and Jeff Hardy has 15. 15 points. And most of those came from tag team title reigns or like mid-card title reigns. But. But. He held the World Heavyweight title twice. And that gets him two points. And the WWE title. Think about that. So. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He got 15 points from titles only. He never won a major tournament. To the best of my knowledge, you are correct. And he got nine points from Survivor Series. We've already established that my... Points might be slightly off. I did it like four different times, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it was at like 12 All right, so let's go back here for a minute. Jeff Hardy, Survivor Series. 1999, him and Matt teamed with Edge and Christian to take on Too Cool and the Hollies, Bob and Crash. Pretty sure they won. Jeff was, <laughs> I believe... Soul Survivor. Soul Survivor. Um, you know what? Let me just double check that. I, pardon me, feels like the Hollies won that match. But. I don't think they did, because I, I don't... Because I as right here, I have... No, I have him being a Soul Survivor three times. So, 99, 2000, he was a Soul Survivor. And then the one And then 2007 about. with Hunter. Yep. If that, if I am not mistaken. So, that's three times he was the Soul Survivor in the Survivor Series. Um, I have a mess. Actually, no. We are wrong. Two Did times. It? The Hollies. But what, what about the one where they got the clean sweep? Queen sweep, yes, with DX, correct. So that's so you're you're correct in that sense. He lost the so the ninety nine. The Hardys did lose. So Jeff was not a sole survivor in that match because the Hollies won. I think it was Bob Holly was a sole survivor in that match. It was the Hollies and Too Cool defeating Edge and Christian and the Hardys. Because that makes sense. Because another obviously a little off topic right here. Not One of the things that threw me for a complete loop, Edge was never on a winning Survivor Series team. With, yeah, with his resume, you Fun would think. Fact. Yeah, you would think he would have been on the. Uh... Neither was Brock Lesnar, by the way. Really? Wow, you're good at this. <laughs> you're those, good at this. Those and or about this one, I could be wrong on. So Stone Cold ever on winning Survivor Series? Um, because I don't have him as on one. 
96, 97, he had singles matches. 98, he was a part of a tournament. 99, he got run over by a fucking car. 2000, <laughs> he came back and wrestled Triple H. 2001, he was part of the Alliance. Lost. 2002, he was already gone. From, yeah, he was never on a Survivor Series team. Winner. Or never on a winning Survivor Series team. He was only a part of a classic Survivor Series elimination match one time. 2001, when he was the leader of the Alliance. He teamed with Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle, Booker T, and Rob Van Dam. To take on Team WWF, The Rock, Chris Jericho, Kane, Big Show, and Undertaker, and he was not, and and that was for, it was the WWF versus the Alliance, the which take half all. their Alliance team was actually, actually yeah, exactly, yeah. Booker T and RVD were the only two people that were yeah. tried and true. Shane, from Kurt the, Angle, and Stone Cold. Nothing yeah. screams Alliance. Oh, like that, that was fucking terrible. Oh, if, if we do a podcast about the about the Alliance that, invasion, the huh? I like that. I'm yeah. in for that. We'll we can talk about the bullshit that that was that storyline. Oh, my, oh my God. Can uh, we also then go into, like, the Nexus? Because that's the same shit. <laughs> they bury both of those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Nexus, yeah. they yeah they There was no warming up in the bullpen for them. Yeah. They were, they were yeah, done. No, so. We got okay. a little off topic, but yes. No. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Okay, Jeff back Hardy on topic. was Jeff Hardy. a absolute... Was an absolute stud in every. I mean, the only thing he never did was win a major tournament. Didn't win him. Didn't ring. win a rumble. Didn't win a Money in the Bank. He, I don't think. Which come on, like Money in the Bank, like screams like prime Jeff Hardy. Yes and no, but I mean at the same time, like you look at it, like he was there for the big moments. Yeah, he was. He, he had bigger moments with those ladder matches, and those Money in the Banks are meant for guys that need it. He didn't exactly need it. You know, he was already established. Yep. You know, he's. I mean, if if it called for it, I'm sure they would have put him in a position. As a matter of fact, he almost won the Money in the Bank in 2008. Yep. He was almost going to win that match at WrestleMania that year, um, but unfortunately, he failed the drug test and he had to be suspended, and that you know dipped into you know WrestleMania plans, and so they also. Didn't count any of his TNA stuff, but he won a lot of stuff in that. Yes, he did. He was, uh, I he believe, was kind he of was, the face he, of he that was, for a good He was, a, two, he was the world champion a couple of times in TNA. Yeah, um, yeah. so I mean. You know, he, we, I, we didn't count that. No, but, you know, I mean, maybe we will next time. Maybe we will next time. I, th- I think we, for Flair, I think we did count some uh, NWA. Oh, NWA. yeah, yeah. We counted, we counted that. We, we yeah. discussed that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, when it comes to point like that stuff, but yeah, TNA stuff doesn't count right now. No. Maybe maybe next time around when we do, you know, know when we they, leave, when yeah. we leave when we leave the field open with just about every wrestler on the fucking planet. Um, but that 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 I want to get like everyone. I want to get a fucking room full of people where we're passing the microphone around and drafting left and right. Like everyone. Oh yeah. Everyone's got massive teams. You know what I mean? But so um, I have to have a few pages of notes. Yeah, no, that's that's, <laughs> that, no, that's fine, man. I love the fact that you did your homework. All right, the next pick in the Survivor Series Fantasy Draft for me, Mr. Rosenbluth. Pick number four goes to Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid. Um, doesn't have a extensive Survivor Series elimination record, but I picked him based on... Um, the, the the championships he's won and the Royal Rumbles that he's won. Um, Michaels competed in his first Survivor Series in a ten on in a ten on ten tag team elimination match where they took five tag teams and made them form as a team. He debuted with Jannetty as the Rockers that year in '88 in the WWF. Um, 
89, he was a part of the Warriors team with the Ultimate Warrior and Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Marty Jannetty. 1990, he was a part of the Vipers in a losing effort with Jake the Snake Roberts, Marty Jannetty, and um, uh, Jimmy Snuka. The following year, he was a part of a, a team with Marty Jannetty and the Bushwhackers. Um, in 1993, he was a part of a losing effort against um, Bret Hart and the Hart family when Shawn Michaels had to replace Jerry Lawler and t- and captain the three the three knights. Um, 94, another losing effort with Diesel, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, and the Anvil against Razor Ramon, one two three kid, the Head Shrinkers, and the British Bulldog. Um, okay. 95, he won. The Survivor Series elimination match. This was an interesting one. And people shit on this concept, but I thought this was kind of cool. They did what they called the wild card, where they took they mixed baby faces and heels together on a team. <laughs> and so this team was Shawn Michaels, the British Bulldog, who was a heel managed by Jim Cornette, Psycho so Sid. Wearing jeans? Uh no, that was later when he okay. was yeah, yeah, that was later. That was in '99. Uh Psycho Sid. Managed by the Million Dollar Man and the debut of Ahmed Johnson. Their team took on Razor Ramon, Owen Hart, Yoko Zuna, and Dean Douglas. So there were some interesting dynamics here because Bulldog Owen and Yoko were managed by Cornette. And Razor Ramon had a beef with Dean Douglas, but he was on the same team. And then Sean had a beef with Sid, and they were on the same team. So they created all this chaos. And in the end, Sean and Ahmed would be the sole survivors. Sean would end up retiring in 98, and then he would come back, and he would be a part of a Survivor Series elimination match, like I said, 2003, losing effort to to Randy Orton and Eric Bischoff's team. 2005, losing effort to Randy Orton when he represented Raw against SmackDown. 2006, he won with that clean sweep with DX and the Hardys and CM Punk. And then 2008, Shawn Michaels would be a sole survivor with the great Kali and Rey Mysterio, who you picked on your team. So Shawn Michaels didn't have the greatest Survivor Series record, but he competed in a shit ton of Survivor Series elimination matches. Plus, the two Royal Rumbles, the multiple world title reigns, intercontinental title reigns, tag team title reigns, European Championship. The list goes on and on. And that is why I picked Shawn Michaels as the fourth pick in my Survivor Series fantasy team. Again, I will continue to reference the list I made. Yep. He was the fourth name I put down. And you're just blowing you you're blowing me away that like you the the guys that I've picked the way that you've ranked them and you still haven't picked them. It's like I'm waiting for the fucking piano to drop. Like because you're going to you're going to drop a bomb on me for Here's the thing. Fifth so pick. the no 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 no. The fifth one is a very standard pick cuz it's honestly the fifth name I wrote. Okay. What I think of wrestling Hogan was the first name I wrote down. Flair was... These are the ones that I... This is the order I looked up and tallied up their points in. Yeah. It went Hogan, Flair, it went Bret Hart, who is not my pick, spoiler alert. Maybe is your fifth pick. Don't know. HBK, and then my fifth pick, John Cena. Ooh... John Cena, for everything he has accomplished, he has got 10 points for the t- first titles. He has gotten three major tournament wins. Okay. With, I believe, 
He won two Royal Rumbles and a Money in the Bank. John Cena has won. Yes, you are correct. He's won two Royal Rumbles and a Money in the Bank. Yes. 2008 and 2013 Royal Rumbles. He won Money in the Bank in 2012. And I have him as with nine points on Survivor Series, including six wins and three sole survivors. Okay. Interesting. All right. So let's with go. A grand, with a grand total of 22 points in my system. Okay. So. Cena. And I just want to say this real quick. Yeah. I was hoping you took Cena so I could take HBK. <laughs> just saying. HBK was right there. Okay. All right. So Cena's Survivor Series history here. Um, he in His first Survivor Series, he teamed with Kurt Angle, J, uh, Bradshaw, um, Hardcore Holly, and Chris Benoit. And he was sole survivor of that winning team with Benoit, defeating Brock Lesnar's team. And Brock Lesnar's team was stacked. It was Brock, Big Show, um, Matt Morgan, uh, A-Train, and Nathan Jones. It was like a battle. It was like all Giants. It was almost a throwback to Andre the Giants' first team um, from 1987 when it was him, One Man Gang, and King Kong Bundy, um, along with Butch Reed and Rick Rude, who weren't Giants. But I guess maybe it wasn't a throwback after all. Um then in 2004, Cena was a part of a winning team as one of the sole survivors with Eddie Guerrero, Rob Van Dam, and The Big Show. Um, 2006, he was a sole survivor, captaining a team with um, Bobby Lashley, RVD, Sabu, and I forget the fifth guy. I think it was Finley, maybe. I could be wrong. 2006? No, 2006. I'm wrong. It was not Finley. It was Cena. RVD, Sabu, Bobby Lashley, and son of a bitch. Who was it? Maybe it was, was it Ray? No, Mysterio wrestled Chavo on that card. 2006. Was it MVP? No, MVP was still a heel. John Cena, 2006? Yes. Who did, I should know this, but then again, I know too much wrestling. Maybe it's kind of all runs together. That's why I do a podcast. <laughs> Kane. Kane. Okay, there you go. I mean, it was against Big Show, MVP, Finley. Really looks like Test. Test and Umaga? And Umaga. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Um, 2007, Cena was not on the card because he was hurt. 2008, he wrestled Jericho in the main event for the world title. 2009, he wrestled Sean and Hunter for the world title in the main event. 2010, he was the referee in the Nexus angle with Orton and, and Wade Barrett. 2011, he tagged with The Rock to take on Miz and R-Truth in a standard regular tag team match. 2012, he wrestled against CM Punk and, and Ryback in a triple threat for the WWE title. 2013, he wrestled Del Rio in a standard world title match. 2014, he captained his own team uh, with Dolph Ziggler, Big Show, Eric Rowan, and Ryback to take on the Authorities team of Seth Rollins, Mark Henry, Corporate Kane, Rusev, and Luke Harper, which another great Survivor Series elimination match you go out of your way to watch. Um... There was... yeah, we talked about that already. When, well, actually, I think it was off, off air. Yes. Because one of the things I remember from one of my one of my moments about my number one pick, Big Show, 
was when he turned on yes he team. turned on Cena and and Cena got eliminated and what was interesting about the dynamic of that match was was that like there was a lot at stake if Cena's team won the authority would no longer be in control of WWE yeah, but, um, <laughs> but then they came back five weeks later and then if the authority won everyone was fired on Cena's team but him which I thought was an interesting twist because it was like you know Everyone was going to die on the sword. Of, you know, and for that's John basically Cena. why Big Show turned, because yeah. he didn't want to be fired. Exactly. So Big Show took the money and ran, um, which I thought was you know an interesting story. I mean, that Survivor Series in general, that whole show, was a joke in terms of the card. But was that when... Is that Sting, Sting is, yeah. that is that was the yeah. Sting came and Sting saved Dolph and Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler, and Ziggler got the win. And Cena came out at the end and, and carried Ziggler out, and it was a big deal. Like the place went crazy. It was it was it was one of my favorite Survivor Series elimination matches. It was really good. All the guys involved did a great job. Um, and that is your fifth and final pick. So let's run down your team, and then I'll give you my fifth and final pick. I have a f- I have a very good guess of who your fifth pick is. Just so you have Big Show, you have Rey Mysterio, you have Jeff Hardy. You have John Cena, and you have Ric Flair. That is a pretty damn good Survivor Series team. Now, the fifth and final pick for me as a part of my Survivor Series team, I am going to go with Triple H. Triple H makes my fifth entrant into the Survivor Series team. Um... His Survivor Series resume is pretty heavy as well. Um, he was a part of an elimination match in 95, 96, 2004, 2006, 2007, 2008. Was he a part of it? No, he wasn't. 2009, no, and that was pretty much it. But other than that, with all his championships, his King of the Ring win, his multiple Royal Rumble wins. Um, I'd like to blame the uh, time of this on myself. Okay. I messed up. You messed up. I did. All right, explain. Triple H had more points than Cena. Really? Wow. You caught me. Oh, shit, look at that. You caught me. Look at that. And here's the thing. By one point. <laughs> wow. One point. All right. Well, so, so, great, now, great pick. so now we got, <laughs> like I said, Donovan's team is Big Show, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, Ric Flair, and John Cena. My team, Randy Orton, the Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. My, our, both of our fantasy Survivor Series teams. Now... Let's do let's let's tally this up. Let's do all the points here, okay? So, let's start with your team. Let's 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 see how many points your team has has totaled out and see how my team's totaled out and we'll see Are we going with my points? Cuz we already know my points could be slightly off. I'd like to think that they're not, but I No, let's do it. I mean, I I, I trust you. Do all the math. 
You know what I mean? And while, while, while Chris is doing all the math, give you guys a little preview. Next week, we're going to be doing a special War Games watch party for War Games that you guys voted for in the polls. It's going to be the War Games from the Fall Brawl 1996 pay-per-view. We're just going to watch the War Games match. We're not going to watch the whole pay-per-view. Uh, my brother Justin sat down with me and recently, and we, we got together, and we watched the NWO versus WCW from Fall Brawl 1996. It was Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and possibly Sting taking on the team of Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, and possibly Sting. For those of you wrestling historians and wrestling buffs out there, you can figure out all the uh, the, the, the hoopla surrounding why Sting was possibly either with the NWO or with WCW. And you can do that with us next week right here for a special War Games watch party, as voted by all of you in the polls. Um... And then the following week, we hope to do a Survivor Series watch party of some kind. Um, if we do, it will be the one that was voted for you guys in the polls as well. The 1990 Survivor Series from my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut. Um, if we can't do that for some strange reason, I'll have some kind of Survivor Series theme show planned for you. I'm hoping to do that. And then the following week, heading into Thanksgiving, we're going to do all in the kayfabe family where we're going to sit down and discuss the storyline, the fictional wrestling relations that go on in the world of professional wrestling. Brothers, cousins, sisters, uncles. All these storyline siblings and family members, we're going to dissect them. Were they believable? Were they a good pairing? Why did they make this guy a brother with this person or this guy a cousin with this uncle? You'll find all that out. And that rounds out the month of November here on Kicking Out at 2. I'm looking forward to that podcast, not going to lie. Because I'm laughing right now because of the stuff that, like, when I was growing up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's believable. And now you're looking back and you're like, well, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's good. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. You know, kind of. I try to like make everything come full circle, and I try to like. I'm hoping you know, you're doing that match. with one of your brothers. I am. Thank I am. I am. As a matter of fact, yeah. So that's that, that's awesome. that's a definite. Yeah, you know, keeping with the family theme absolutely. thing. You know, you, they say you can't choose your family, but in pro wrestling, the the bookers and the promoters certainly did for a lot of different guys over the years. So um, that that's definitely gonna be a fun one as we round out the month of November. We might even do. A Black Friday bonus show. We just might. Might do a Black Friday bonus show. Last year we did a Black Friday bonus show. That was a lot of fun. Um, Dennis joined me, and you know Dennis is a wild card. If you ever met Dennis before, I'm telling you right now, you'd love him. He's a he's a great guy. He's a wild card. His opinion, like he'll just you'll be like whoa, <laughs> and you won't know if you're offended or if you'll fucking find it funny. But he's he's a little both probably. Yeah, he's yeah. You might get a little bit of both, but <laughs> you know Dennis is a Dennis is a good guy. He makes you think a little bit. He makes you you like you don't expect that coming from him, and then when it comes from him, you're like oh my god. So. Maybe we'll do a Black Friday bonus show. Who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that's going to round out the month here on Kicking Out of Two for the month of November as we're getting towards the end of 2019. And with that being said, you did the math, so let's tally it up. Who's got the official Kicking Out at Two Survivor Series fantasy team with all these points? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did the homework. Yes, you did. Fantasy is my forte. Yes, that is. Wrestling is your forte. Fantasy is mine. Okay. I would like to say it was close. Oh, man. Oh, it wasn't really that close. Oh, wow. I'm okay. sorry. All right. The final total was 126 for my team. Okay. To 104. For mine. Okay. 
All right, so I was off. All right. A little bit. All but, right. hey, I, first of all, I love your team. And, like, I'm not just sugarcoating no, it. I, I like, know. I, I believe you. I love your team. I believe you. You can get the fuck out now. But I <laughs> <laughs> the only pick I questioned. Out of mine? Yes. Okay, go. Macho. Macho had the lowest points. Of the ten people we took, he had 16 points. And he was the lowest. And mm. honestly, the second lowest out of the ten was Hogan, which is shocking. Like, yeah. absolute shocking. Like, both but, of them are such great Survivor Series. Like, they they started Survivor Series, and they made Survivor Series what it was because they were, like like you said, they were on the, they were the sole Survivors, like, three or four times in, like, the first six years. A couple of years, yeah. Like... Savage's team the first year was a pretty stacked team. Like, Savage had, he teamed with, this is a good team, too. It was Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as co-captains. This was coming off of their classic from WrestleMania. So, Macho Man had just turned into a good guy a couple of, like, a month prior. They tagged him with Steamboat. They built off of the, the, the mutual respect they had because of their WrestleMania match. And they had Jake the Snake. Bruce the Barber Beefcake and Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a team to take on Honky Tonk Man, King Harley Race, Outlaw Ron Bass, Dangerous Danny Davis, and Greg the Hammer Valentine. You lost me on the third or fourth guy, just so you know. Who was that? Bass and... Ron Bass and Danny Davis? Yeah, I got something. Okay, so Ron Bass was like, Ron Bass was like a cowboy. He was he, he did like a cowboy gimmick, and he wrestled um, in Florida uh, for uh, Eddie Graham in the in the the Florida Championship Wrestling okay. Territory, and he'd made his way around the circuit. Um, he's one of those you know territory journeymen, um, solid worker. He did it, his 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 claim to fame at least in the WWF was when he did the angle with Brutus Beefcake where he took his cowboy spur. And he like scraped his face, and as a kid, when I watched it, they put a big re- big red X up on the screen so you couldn't even see the blood. <laughs> and Beefcake was out, and that was the angle. That angle was done before SummerSlam that year, and that resulted in Ultimate Warrior replacing him, and then defeating Honky Tonk Man in that record match at oh, that SummerSlam yeah. when he won the Intercontinental Belt. Yep. So that was Ron Bass's claim to fame. Danny Davis, on the other hand, Danny Davis was originally. A referee, and he was the one to do the first crooked referee type of storyline. First of all, <laughs> and he ended up becoming managed by Jimmy Hart, and he was like the third man, a part of the Hart Foundation with Brett and Jim the Anvil. So okay. the referee thing lasted only probably like I'd say like two or three years. Then he ended up, ended up going back to being a referee, but as a kid, I never understood it. But as I got older, when I watched it and I go back. When they talk about Danny Davis turning and becoming, you know, a member of Jimmy Hart's little group, Gorilla Monsoon used to always say, Danny Davis, that crooked referee, he's been suspended by the WWF for life plus 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always found, that, 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 that always... It's uh, a Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, I, 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 was, right I was always tickled by that. So, all right, so... No, I, hey, Congratulations. Hey. No, 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 you did I your threw, homework, man. I Great threw job. some rant, like... No, that's great. I, when we were when I was calculating up, I honestly was trying to think of which team would win. Okay, so in re, so if we were in, if, like the, if we were picturing it, because here's the thing: 
I have Big Show, and you have no one close to his size. But this is the way I pictured it. Hogan's going to hulk up, and he's going to eliminate Big Show. Yeah, he's going to slam him like he did But Andre. here's the issue. Then Super Cena comes in on my team, and who wins if in the hulking up or Super Cena? Well, so we're talking Hogan in his prime, or we're talking Hogan now? Well, if it's Hogan in his prime, obviously. All right, so Hogan in his prime, yeah, he slams it. Big Show, eliminates Big Show. Then Cena comes in. Cena's younger. Even in Cena's prime, he's still younger than Hogan in yep. his prime. So you would have to give the edge to Cena, so Cena eliminates him. So now we're even. It's four on four. Okay? Yeah. So, so then we got... I mean... We go with HBK in his prime because HBK in his prime, I don't see your team losing. Oh, him, Hunter, like Savage, first of all, you're taking you're taking Hogan, you're taking mid nineties before injury HBK. You're taking probably like late two thousands eight uh, Triple H when he's yeah. the like King of yeah. Kings, Cerebral Assassin, yeah. Like, you're taking probably what late two thousands Orton, yeah, mid to late two thousand yeah. Orton, yeah. And you're taking, I mean, what Macho Man are you taking? I'm you're taking, taking like late eighties, yeah, early nineties, exactly. Randy Savage. Yeah. So I'm taking Big Show. I'm taking probably mid to late two thousands Big Show. I'm taking mid to late two thousands. No, I'm taking WCW Mysterio. Screw that. Yeah, I'm going you, with the youth. Really? I'm, I'm going with youth. A younger Mysterio. I'm going with, yeah, I'm going with the youth, and I'm going with everything, the technical wrestling matches, like the Halloween Havoc match that we just watched. Yep. I want that Mysterio. Okay. With that right. outfit. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair? You If you were a smart man, you would go mid to late 80s Ric yeah. Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Big hair Ric Flair. Yeah, we're talking like... <laughs> Big hair. In the height of the four horsemen Ric Flair. And I want... <sighs> Can I take TNA Jeff Arena? <laughs> you can. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I want like the that motherfucker Je- was messed up on drugs during that time, so you can have him if you want. <laughs> For okay, real. So it's five on four. They had to cancel a pay per view match. My guy got suspended, so it's five on four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... He didn't pass a drug test to make it in time. So yeah, no. Yeah. I honestly, I would, I would think your team would win. Prime all those guys versus prime all my guys. I would think your team. Well, I appreciate that. That's your consolation of you no, actually. No, no, no. And that's not, again. That's that's not me stoking your ego, Dave. No, don't worry. No, I would I never know, no. do that. No, I'm just busting your chest. No, I, I I do love your team. My team was a pure numbers thing. That's all it came down. It came down to numbers. Yeah. I calculated the numbers. No, and you did. I did my no. homework for the first time ever. You Mom, did if great. You're listening, I did my homework. You did great. <laughs> You had, I did. Yeah, no, you did. You did good. You did good. Which brings, which, which, honestly, like, I don't know how we could do this, but you and I are gonna have to sit down. We might have to do some kind of fantasy royal rumble type of thing. Okay. We might have to do something for for that coming into the new year. I would like. I mean, I just want to throw this out there. Yeah. I know we talked about it at the beginning of the time. Throw where it. We weren't doing the women. I did do some of the numbers for the women. Yes. It was hard because. Major tournaments just started. Yeah. Like, that was tough. Like, They've only had, like, two or like three s- Money in the Banks, two Royal Rumbles. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was tough. The belts, yeah, the, the belt, whole thing. The belts, yeah. like, Fabulous Moolah held the belt for, like, 13 years, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like, let's be serious. Like, that that title never changed. So, these were some of the surprises. 
One of the things that really threw me off was the main. Your last rule was they had to compete in a Survivor Series match. Yeah, and I told you this off air. Yes, I remember. Like at work, Trish Stratus and never, Lita never, never competed in a Survivor Series match. Yeah, so I couldn't count them. That's crazy, and it bothered me because Trish Stratus Trish and Lita, Lita yeah. speak for themselves. Two of the best of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. When I and I told you earlier that Bailey was number one for because she's won the she's won a tournament she's won a bunch she's of belts bunch she's of won belts. the tag team belt money she's won, in the bank exactly. yeah she has eleven points number two is Charlotte with nine points okay again remember like Big Show was twenty seven points yeah the number one girl was eleven points woman woman sorry yeah two thousand nineteen I apologize um they still identify as women yeah. as far as I so know. Natalia three okay four. Mickey James. I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go quickly over the top ten just to like so we can like say that we actually did it kind of. Four was Mickey James. Five is Sasha. Again, you're seeing a lot of today's wrestlers because of the tournaments. So time out for a second. Cut you off. So if if I didn't pick it if we didn't do the women, I didn't pick any of those women, that would those five women would be your your female Fantasy Survivor Series team, right there, just based on the numbers alone. Based on numbers alone, Bailey, Charlotte, Natalia, Mickey, and Sasha. Sasha. That's a pretty damn good female Survivor Series team. Yeah. Honestly. And, and honestly, it just keeps going. Like like I said, six, Asuka. Seven. This is where it gets fun, finally. Seven is Mula. Okay. Eight. Gotta see my numbers. Eight is my girl, and you know who it is. Oh, yeah. My girl. Oh, yeah. Love her to death. Oh, yeah. Little Miss Bliss. Oh, yeah. Alexa. Okay. My girl. I number like eight. It. And I would have probably taken her way before that, let's be serious. Yeah. And number nine, Naomi. Feel the glow? Feel, feel the glow. Okay, all right. And number ten, Beth Phoenix. That's Classic. not a bad top ten right there. Like, for, not for, at all. No, for, based on numbers and what the criteria is, like I said, might have to give it a few years or maybe we'll be drafting yeah. the girls. We, and this is when we thought yeah. we were doing it with Donnie as well. Like, yeah. Trust me, if we had to do... If Donnie might have beaten us on the girls. Yeah, because... Uh, well, and then here's the thing. Like, Reigns and Rollins did well in my scoring system. Yeah. But, like, if we had to do the women 11 through 15 of Alicia Fox and... I mean, shit, if we were doing the women, you might as well take it, put a point on for Natalia for getting to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that was huge. Fuck, yeah. Even though they had mechanical issues and it took them forever to get back home and there's yeah, well, people going crazy over that shit. Natalia will probably have the a crown, tag, The crown tag prince boat. held them all hostage, you know. I think, but, Na- <laughs> I think Natalia will have a tag boat uh, point coming soon, too. Yeah, that's a possibility, too. That's a possibility, too. Who knows? But, um, yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm this glad was... you came by and we got to do this. Fancy wrestling. Um, maybe, we, maybe, we, maybe we'll get into a fancy wrestling season at some point. Yeah, maybe maybe we will kind of implement that into this Even podcast. Even if it's just... I'd like that. Yeah. I'd like to do something with like the Royal Rumble, if we can kind of fantasy do something I mean, it's there. It's November. Yeah, we got we got a little time. We got some time. We'll we talk about time. some points. Maybe yeah. How many eliminations? How yeah. many uh, all-time Royal Rumble winner? Time. Yeah. Time they were time in. and yeah time eliminations most appearances wins. 
you know, okay. add on their resume of all the other titles they've won. Yeah, yeah we'll have no. to do. We'll have to do the wins as like like you said, like we did with the Survivor series where they got the two bonus points for being yeah. a Survivor. I think a win might get have like to get five or bonus. ten yeah, points or something. Yeah. Points. That's cool. Yeah, we could do something like that. Maybe we'll, we'll be on. The, we'll be back in January. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be back in January. <laughs> look, look out for it. Um, like I said, next week, uh, War Games Watch Party, Fall Brawl '96, NWO vs WCW. Following week, Survivor Series Watch Party of some kind. Hoping to do 1990. Got to you know work the schedule out. Um, that's the, uh, the 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 Survivor Series you voted for in the polls, as well as the War Games. You guys also voted for that too, so I appreciate it. And the following week, all in the kayfabe family, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe a Black Friday bonus show for all you guys that are going to be, uh, you know, braving the retail madness out there um, on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Pop a set of earbuds and, uh, you know, allow us to entertain you as you go down the aisles and try and get all the crazy deals for all the relatives that you don't want to buy gifts for. So um, mm-hmm. who knows what we'll do there uh, when it comes to that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's about that time that we finally put this show down for the three count. We have we have crowned a Survivor Series Fantasy Draft winner with Chris Donovan's team. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fun doing this, and we will see Lots you all next week.